This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Want to jump right into uh, want to jump right into this? Um, we are progressively. God's building a thing. Really, He's building a people. And uh, it's like a, a it's like a wall around a city. You know, years ago, uh, back in when a lot of the Old Testament was written, even when Jesus was there, the the wall represented strength and power, security, stability around a city. You know, the Bible uh, talks about and compares in Proverbs in a place about uh, uh, an, an undeveloped spirit, an undisciplined life is like a city without walls, amen? And a disciple of Jesus lives a disciplined life, you know? Uh, now, before you go thinking about your flesh and the gym and, you know, the candy bars and stuff like that, all that stuff will take care of itself if we if we major on the majors and quit, you know, fooling around with the minor things that distract us. Major things in our life are as a disciple are following Jesus, listening, hearing his word, attending to his word, following his leadership, following his voice. Amen. Whatever he tells you to do, do that. Ask God and then do whatever he tells you. That's pretty much it. You'll be successful in life if we'll just apply those things. Amen? As it, it's probably cross-grain of the summertime that we're, <laughs> that we're in to talk about any kind of discipline uh, because uh, people just let loose and let go during the summer. But remember the aunt, uh, you know, she can still have fun uh, while she's gathering under the sun. Because the seasons change, amen? And here we are right in the middle of the middle. I mean, uh, July 15th and 16th. I mean, just the the tipping point of 2018. Uh, The middle month, uh, seventh month being God's month and where uh, he uh, uh, begins the finishings, amen? And here we are in the middle of the middle. Uh, you got to watch the middle because that's where sometimes things get all, uh, people lose it because you lose sight of the end. But we want to talk about uh, what I began to say there, under the thunder. There are eight thunders for this uh, year. Uh, the, num- the number one, uh, that we're, the one we're under right now, again, once again, because all we're doing is cycling through these things. If you want to know, you know, uh, uh, what's going to go on this year? Uh, we're going to we're going to allow the Lord to expand. This is an expansion year. Yeah. It's a transition year where we're going from and to. We want to go from not knowing some things to knowing some things and understanding. We want to go from this deep to putting down some roots, maybe a little deeper in the things of God. Amen. Want to expand. Uh, you know, I want my faith to expand. Yes. Are you like, out into the experiences of my life where I'm applying my faith. Yes. I'm applying the faith that God has given me. You know, he said, you don't need to ask for more faith. You just need to apply what faith you've been given, the seed. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, we're, he constantly has given us more and more seed, though. God is constantly giving us more and more opportunities to hear. And faith comes by hearing. Wow, it's going to be fun today. I'll make this short and quick so I can just go home and have a good time the rest of the day. Amen. Psalms 29. We're under the thunder of peace. And the subtitle of this message today for the podcast is Peace, P-E-A-C-E, in the peace, P-I-E, 
CE, Psalms 29, 1 through 11. Whatever is right now in your life is only a piece. It's only a part. Let me say this, it's not the whole. Peace and wholeness are always used interchangeably in the Bible. Translated interchangeably. You can't talk about peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, and not equate it to wholeness. You can't say wholeness and have that apart from peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Amen? The whole includes all of the pieces. You know, this piece, that, uh, this piece of the path may have trouble and troublings for you right now. You may be troubled right now. <clears throat> I, I'm hoping that you'll get on the bus. I'm not going to hold the door open here much longer now. It, you know, I know that we're real good at it. Look at your neighbor and say, I know you're pretending everything all right, but I know better than that. See, if you're in the world, there's some kind of trouble. There's something happened. There's something that that has that 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 disturbs the peace. See, disturbing the peace is against the law naturally, and it's sure against the law spiritually. See, this piece or part right now that's disrupting and disturbing. Need to understand this: that trouble doesn't triumph over the victory that the Prince of Peace won for us. The Prince of Peace gave us his peace. And he knew, he said that in the world, you're going to have trouble. There's going to be trouble and troublings. You're going to go through pieces on the path. There are going to be some rough spots in the road. There are going to be some places where you get a little jostled in the journey. But you need to be of good cheer. You need to understand what I have done for you. I've already overcome the world. And because I overcame, you are, you, you know, you overcome also. He is risen, honey. Yeah, yeah. Trouble doesn't triumph over the Prince of Peace. <clears throat> but see, as long as we stay in the disruption, as long as we focus on the trouble, there's not going to be any triumph. Amen. Let me read this to you out of the uh, Amplified Bible, the 29th. It says, Ascribe to the Lord, O sons of the mighty. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness and in holy ray. Can I define holiness for you? Let me define it for you, all right? It means that I have been separated from the world. I don't do things the way the world does things. I'm not involved. I don't drink at the same well. I don't eat at the same table. I don't believe the same things. I don't say the same things. I don't do the same things of the world because I've been separated from that. And, and here's why. Because there's something better and more that I want in a greater measure, and that is I want to be separated to Him. It doesn't mean separated. Listen, I'm in the world, but I don't have to be of the world. In the world, I am a display of the glory and the goodness of God and the power of a resurrected life, a new life, a changed life, and it's a change that's lasting. I am not a hog that goes back to the water hole. I am not a dog that eats its own vomit, always returning the same thing. I am forgiven, but I followed on through and I found a freedom in the truth of God's Word. I am discipled and disciplined. Are you listening? And written across me as a king and a priest is holy to the Lord. Holy to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Certain things I don't do, not because of what anybody else would think about it, honey. Listen, and there are some things you can do that ruin your witness, that will diminish your influence, that will cause you to lose your saltiness and your good for nothing that God would want to use you for. Now listen to me. Are you hearing? We, but there are, we are separated unto God for His good pleasure. There's a power in the new life. You can be completely free because you can be been completely delivered. Don't want to do that no more. Don't have to do that no more. It had no power over me anymore. There's something greater. There's a pull in my life that is greater. 
than the pull of the world. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you don't have no peace because you're playing around. Stuff you shouldn't be playing. This is way too plain. Amen. I just wanted to have fun and go home, uh, you know. But I'm going to tell you what, while you're messing with that, see, you know, what, you, you keep on fiddling around with that kind of stuff like that. Flesh will cost you spiritual things. All right? Well, God love me. Absolutely love everybody. Nothing can increase that or decrease that. Are you listening? He ain't pleased with everybody. We live for the pleasure of God. I'm not talking about that, you know, that, he's, that God's not mean-hearted in any other sort of way. His displeasure, he doesn't show it by being mean to people where that is concerned. He just says, if that's what you want, I'm going to let you have that. But you could have had something better. There's something a whole lot better for your life than to be used by that. It's a better use for your life than that kind of stuff. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what now that that kind of that that little pleasure of the flesh it costs you spiritual power, yes, it will. spiritual power, yes, it will. power in power. your life. Does it grieve the Holy Ghost? And he when he comes on us, he comes on us and endues us with power. Amen. And Jesus said that. He goes, boy, you can get away with all kind of stuff. The Father's forgiven you. He said, I came to execute that for your life. He said, but you start messing with the Holy Ghost in that way, you're in serious trouble because he's the only one that's been sent to help you to overcome that stuff. Hmm? I mean, you're just unplugging from the power source when you won't obey the Holy Ghost. When we grieve the Spirit of God and just override, override, override. And I'll tell you what, now flesh will override the Spirit of God. You can, get, you, you can be a carnal Christian. You know what that is? A worldly, unrenewed, untransformed. They're trans, lasting change. Freedom can be described as lasting change. Change that lasts. Amen. It only comes, that kind of a transformation only comes out of a revelation. And you know, and the revelation isn't just getting happy about it in here because you receive the seed of it in your spirit. You don't do anything with this mind and get it renewed, be trained by the Holy Spirit and hear about it one more time, get the instruction that goes with it. Are you listening? That you won't be any different. You just you just go to church and you know and over and over and over and over and over and over again have no victory, powerless. Well, that's not God's plan for any of our lives. Amen. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Jesus is a. This isn't a political statement. You know they they throw this stuff around there. Peace through strength. That's how God has peace in the earth. If, if the devil gets out of line, he crushes him. Oh, now I just think that God uses the devil. <laughs> that he, he's on God's payroll. Well, keep on thinking that. Amen? Lots of other places that you could go where they'll, they'll reinforce that every week for you. Isn't that right? You go out there in the world, you know, and I mean, you know, oh, I'll tell you, the Lord's trying to teach me something. You doggone right, he's trying to teach you something, but he ain't using the devil. He's not using disaster and catastrophe and destruction and death and cursing. I read the book, Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. Amen? Are you listening? Before Jesus, they thought everything came from God. Until Jesus said, no, no, see, this is from my father and that's from your father, the devil. Oh, boy, they got mad about that. <gasps> God's our father. Oh, yeah, he surely is. <laughs> Amen. But Jesus simply said, because if he was, you'd recognize me. Amen. All right, boy, we got to hurry because Sandy, Pastor Sandy used most of the time. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, all right. Let's go down through you a little bit more. I don't know why we got over there in holiness. 
Maybe because, you know, I don't mind when God just, just says, you know, Moses said, now, nah, move, move away from that tent, that tent's right there. Get, get over here. Okay. Move over there because that, that kind of stuff right there ain't going to work. God's about to do something with that kind of stuff. So you need to move over here. Just move away from that kind of stuff. Get away from rebellion. Get away from sin. Get away from what, 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 what's not making the Lord happy. Get away from that. Move over him. Because, you know, hallelujah. Uh, you know, when, when God's going to judge the gods of this world, so you don't want to be all hooked up in idolatry with a bunch of foolishness. Amen. You don't want to be found worshiping at that altar. Putting your trust in and all your whatever, your, your whatever in anything other than the true source, which is God. And we're talking about the peace of God here today. Let's go down. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon many great waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian, Mount Hermon, like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord splits and flashes forth forked lightning. The voice of the Lord makes the wilderness tremble. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the hinds bring forth their young, and his voice strips bare the forest, while in this temple everyone is saying glory. Boy, I like that. Something happens while we're in the temple saying glory. The Lord sat as king over the deluge. The Lord still sits as king and forever. The Lord will give unyielding and impenetrable strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Now, I don't know how many times if you caught it, it says the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice, his voice. Peace is ministered to us by the voice of the Lord. Hearing his voice. Living under his voice. Realizing what happens under the sound of his voice. Psalms 85. The Bible says in another place that he strengthens and makes strong his people. We're to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen? Yes. <laughs> All right. Psalms 85. Now listen. You, if you can hear an instruction, you won't have to have a correction. You don't have to shift over in the correction if you can just hear an instruction. I don't know what all this is right here. I really don't know what all this is right now. Amen. But we're, uh, I, I, you know, I'm just not going to have, I can't talk you into something. Amen. I'm going to speak it. And you're going to have to hear it and receive it. Believe God's for you. God wants to help you. Glory to God. Amen. You know, the disconnect is always, you know, has God said? That's what the devil always challenges. Well, you know what now? I don't know what God's saying. I sure don't know if he's saying anything through that preacher. Well, find you one where he is, dear God in heaven. You know, I mean, there are, you know, I, I'm comfortable being anointed of God. I heard from God for you today. And I'd like for you to catch it. Amen. Isaac's not in here, but Miss Sandy made some zucchini bread, and he's expecting banana bread. So her instruction to me was, she goes, don't make a big deal about the bread. She said, just tell him it just tastes a little bit different than you're used to. What she's trying to do is say, just pretend it's banana bread. <laughs> Amen. So this might be a little different bread than you're used to, but honey, just pretend it's stuff you like. <laughs> Amen. Pretend you're here to actually hear God's voice. Amen. Amen. 
We went through this before, didn't we? You know, don't even despise if the jackass begins to speak to you. Recognize it. Yeah, he is a jackass, but he's saying something. <laughs> Psalms 85. Are you there? I don't know why. You know, sometimes I have to tell, ask Miss Sandy, to, is she hearing what I'm saying? So I guess it's okay with y'all too. Psalms 85 says, I will listen with expectancy to what God the Lord will say. For he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, to those who are in right standing with him. But let them not turn again to self-confident folly. What, what, what is that saying? That, you know, when we're in trouble, when we're faced with the disruption, when uh, it's not clear, see, God speaks peace. The peace is nothing missing, nothing broken. Now listen, don't miss your appointment with the Word of God. Don't miss your appointment with His voice. God is speaking all around the whole of nature. We just read it responds to his voice. How is it sometimes that we're not responding to his voice? The whole world is under his voice. And things happen under his voice. And I'm going to tell you what now. This is, if you'll get under his voice, if you believe God for, to speak to you from what he's already said from his word, I will listen what God will say to me. Well, what's he want to say to you? Peace. Peace. Now, see, what we've relegated peace down to some kind of a feeling, and it's a powerful thing. We've just made it pitiful because, you know, it, it, it means the absence of trouble. That's the world's definition, the absence of trouble. My goodness, the peace of God is, is, is for the trouble. It's in the middle of the trouble. It's when the storm arises, Jesus gets up and says, Peace. Literally, hush up, be still. All right? Are you listening? Yeah, the wind and the waves. Sometimes he's saying that to you and to me. Now just hush up. You're worrying, you're fretting, you're fearful. That ain't, that's not believing praying. You're just doing too much talking. You need to, li- you need to listen expectantly of what I will say to you. And I'll tell you, he'll talk his word to you. Now, let me help you out where the Word of God is concerned. And, and you know, uh, you need to understand that you were going counterculture here. You know, Christian culture, have you discovered this? I've discovered this as a great quandary for me. It, it created such a contradiction for me that I had to endure until I came to the knowledge of the truth. And the thing is that Christian culture isn't necessarily kingdom culture. I'm not interested in Christian culture. Most of it, I can do without. But I'm interested in the kingdom because the number one prayer I pray almost on everything is, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done today. It's this day that I need the daily bread. It's this day here on the earth. As it is with you, let it be with me right here, right now. Kingdom come. Jesus' entire ministry was the kingdom come. Kingdom's here. He goes, I'm sending you out, and you declare your king, the kingdom has come to you. And see, in the kingdom, his voice is supreme. In the kingdom of God, the word of the king is the final word. Now see, for, in Christian culture, that's not true. It's just somebody, it's just more words. We got them written in our notebook. We got them marked notations in our Bible. Da 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 da. But when push comes to shove, out here in the reality of our experience, are you listening? We're back and forth, halting between two opinions. We're we're full. We don't know whether uh, that's God's voice. It's just in the mix. But see, when we expectantly. Understand, and we have a revelation. It will. It, there'll be a transformation in your life that what God says is the final word. Amen. The cross has 
the final word. Well, let me tell you about the last words that were spoken on the cross. It is finished. The word of God accomplished. The word of the new covenant, the old covenant, are you listening? All of it culminated in the obedience of Jesus. And boy, he was the word made flesh. He was the word demonstrated. He was the word working. Amen. And most Christian people have no, doesn't have half an inkling. It just, listen, there's a whole lot of missing and a whole lot of broken where the word of God is concerned. Wild ideas about the word. Well, I think. It doesn't matter what we think if it's not what God thinks. Isn't that right? Well, I've been told. Well, Jesus said that, didn't he? He goes, you've heard it said. I know you're thinking this, but here's what I'm saying. Here's what I say. And that was the final word. Didn't matter whether, didn't matter nothing else. Amen? There's something about, you know, uh, the word becoming the final word. See, God doesn't change his mind if he said it. That's the, he, but you know how he does. He speaks the end from the beginning. And in the middle, he's still speaking. This little piece that you have right now may seem so isolated and so unrelated to the whole, but I'm going to tell you what now. If it's the piece that God has spoken, it will bring you peace enough to realize that that's going to fit in here somewhere because I believe all things are working together for good. It doesn't matter. Listen, whether it's trouble, adversity, uh, enemies are, 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 are better than friends sometimes. I mean, you know, it's all working together for good. It's all good. I can honestly stand up. And, and you know, I, I used to have to say, it's all good, and I didn't believe a word of it. I just saying it, trying to believe it. Amen. But I got a revelation. It is all good because God is good. And everything God's doing is good. And even the bad will be turned for good. And all things, all things, all things, every part, every piece is in relation to the whole. And there ain't going to be nothing missing. Ain't going to be nothing broken when God get done th- this thing. It's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a glorious thing because the voice of the Lord, all of creation understands and and has to do something. Amen. Mountains tremble. Are you listening? Skip like calves at the sound of his voice. What you need to understand, take it one more step further. Now you can't, this isn't, you know, this is the benefit of growing up. This is the benefit of being trained. This is the benefit of being disciplined in love as sons and daughters. Are you listening? Because there will come a point in time that if you will obey with the little piece you have right now, if, it, if you incorporate that into a listening life that is intent on obeying God, and you show God your faith, by your obedience, and you show God you love Him by obeying Him. There'll come a point in time where God says, now you're ready for some keys. See, I gave you the keys, but they're hanging on the nail on the wall until you grow up a little bit because the car's yours, but you ain't gonna get to try it. You ain't gonna get to... You ain't going to get no real... You are not going to get to put your hand on the steering... You got to understand a thing here till you get some stuff inside of you till you can prove you can rise to a responsibility where these things right here out of your mouth you understand they have the same power because these things in here his word in my heart has power power over me now power through I am preaching better than you're listening. But I'm going to stand in front of God. I told him. 
My assignment was to prepare them. My assignment was to get them ready. But I'm telling you, there's some stuff coming. Whether you're ready or not, the religious people were not ready for Jesus. But the Bible says there was a voice of a crazy man who had been prepared by God. Got there by a miracle. Listen, understood it and stood out there and declared. Well, listen, first of all, he was a praying. And when you're praying and obeying, you're going to hear the word. It says, he was praying and obeying. And the word of the Lord came to him. Why didn't it come to the rest of them? Because they weren't one to hear what God was saying. And he said, get ready, get ready, get ready. T.D. Jakes didn't think about that. John the Baptist, uh, are you listening? Heard Isaiah. All those centuries later, prepare ye the way of the Lord. He's coming whether you're ready for him or not. Get ready for God. Oh, there's a move. There is a move. Are you listening? And people that need to be moving with God right now, you don't realize what it is, your full inheritance, where you just look at a thing and say something to it, and it moves. Where you declare it and it's established for you. Well, we operate in the wisdom of God. The Proverbs of uh, the Solomon wrote, wisdom, it says, to make the wise even wiser. It's written for the foolish to give them wisdom because the wise will even gain wisdom from this. The Bible says about this, it says, wisdom is so sweet and pleasant in one translation, it says that it, it, it's, it, it pulls us and draws us into wholeness. The wholeness that God's thinking about is not that you just have a little victory over your little problem. You've got to get the, learn how to get the victory over your little problems as training because God's got bigger problems for you. God's got cities for you to talk to. God's got streets with families on it that you need to declare kingdom come and will be done and won't be backed off of that no matter what kind of stuff. One little, one little dust up with the devil and your tail between your legs and you're running like a scalded dog. My goodness sakes. Boy, that's country enough, ain't it? One little bit of adversity or obstruction. Oh, you're going to do it again. Jesus, please help me. It's like the Lord said, now look here. You do something. You say something. Get over here. I'm going to tell you what to say. Here, take this. And use this. Submit to God. Then when you resist the devil... He'll run and screaming terror from you. Now, the reason why he doesn't run and scream in terror from you is if you're running and screaming terror from him, why would he run from you? If a little bit of trouble he can cause is going to trouble you that much. Huh? The Bible says that your undisturbed composure, the peace, you already know the end from the beginning. So it doesn't matter if he uses up both cheeks and say, what, what now? That all you got? Because it's my turn now. It's my turn. Let's see how you stand up to one, two. Amen? We get to three, it's done, son. You're going to have to go look for a more opportune time. Uh, that's how Jesus did. It's written. It's written. You need one more? It's written. No. Boy, he backed off. He stayed backed off too, didn't he? He got a few fools that were religious that wanted to ask him questions. And you know Jesus let them do that, but there came a point in time it said that he asked them, and he goes, okay, listen, enough with the questions, I'm going to ask you one. And after that it says nobody dared to ask him any more questions. Because <laughs> he made them look, he made, anyhow. 
wisdom leads us into wholeness. All, one translation says all of her paths, wisdom paths, are the paths of peace. Amen? God will tell you what to do. He'll tell you what not to do. He'll speak his word to you. And that word is the final. And when that word is the final word, what's to be upset about? What's to be worried about? By the stripes that wounded Jesus, you were healed and made whole. Now that, why do I have to try to get healed when I were healed? If I were, it is. If I were, I is. And that's the final word. But my body says this, my thing. See, a lot of you, this is your follow-up checkup. Amen. Now, Miss Sandy anesthetized you, cut you, sewed you back up. But I'm rehab. All right, let's move this thing. See, because most of your stress between your shoulder blades is because of what I'm talking about right now. Amen. And it's just going to come right back on you and stay with you till you quit fretting over your crap that the devil's laying out there. If you, be, if you go all the way through, listen, he'll dig the root out. You won't have to deal with the fruit no more. He said that with one guy. He said, son, your sins are forgiven you. They said, oh. He said, well, what's easier? He said, to say your sins are forgiven you or be healed. Rise up and take up your better way. He goes, because they're tied together. He goes, the reason why this boy's laid out is he's believing a lie. Let's get to the root of the line. You're done with it. Amen? I know we don't talk about sin at all in the modern church, but here's the thing, the thing about sin. All right? Number one, it don't work. It's counterproductive because it's, cl- it's counterwise. Uh, 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 it's, clock- it's crossways of God. Why? Because it's missing the mark. Sin is not the mark we're aiming for. That's falling short of the glory. Amen? Not in our own strength, but listen, realize they've been forgiven. You're free now. You don't have to do that. You don't have to repeat the offense again and again and again. Amen? That's not who you really are. You're the righteousness of God. He who knew no sin was made to be sin that you might be made the righteous of God. Give that crap over to Him and become, just do right. Well, I can't do right. You know, re- listen, you can, you won't. Why can't it? Because you believe that you can't. Because you believe that you're not supposed to. You believe that there's no ability because the devil, what the devil's doing is bigger than what God's doing. Let the word have the final word. Amen. I am the righteousness of God. Let the rich say, let the poor say, I'm rich. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the sick say, I'm healed. Let the oppressed and bound say, I'm free and delivered. Well, I wouldn't want to lie about it. How are you lying if you're saying the same thing God says, who he's only said the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Amen. How are you lying if you're quoting God? God ain't a liar. Right. Amen. The devil says, you're lying. You say, you are the liar. You're the liar here. Not God and not me. Let every man, every devil be found a liar. But let God be found true. you got to find God true before you realize that man and the devil will lie to you. Amen. Where will I find God? In that book. In that book. Amen. He carried your pain. Well, did he or didn't he? Then why are you carrying it? Well, it bears an honest look, amen? Why am I hurting? Why is my life hurting here? Why am I troubled? Amen? It's another opportunity to overcome. Another opportunity to prove God's word is true. Just that simple. Amen? Not a sin to be attacked. It's a sin to lay down and be defeated. (laughs) Underneath it. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. That stuff you're worrying about, fretting over, amen. See, see, sometimes, you know, I've been hurting in my body and I get to worrying that I'm not never going to get well. 
When you get older, the devil tells you, well, this just goes with old age. Well, I'll thank you not. I won't be old then. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you might have been injured. You know, wasn't your fault. Well, see, God will heal you all that stuff. You might have made a mistake. God will heal you. God's bigger than our mistakes. The, we have peace with God so we can have the peace of God. I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to hurt you. Amen. There is therefore no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you, you know, you can be in Him legally and establish spiritual fact, but not in your experience are you living and moving and breathing in Him. Amen. Are you listening? We have to believe Him. We have to be, whatever isn't of faith is sin. It's missing the mark. See, the Bible says, taking a shield of faith, which will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Some of them, all of them. Amen. <clears throat> well, I've delivered everything I believe I'm supposed to give you. I would lay hands on you and try to give you peace, but it don't work that way. Amen. <laughs> It'd be like pouring water off a duck's back. It'd just run off of you. This is something. This is something you get to believe to receive. Amen. God's word is the final word. Amen. It ain't always going to be like it is right now. if this is not what God has ordered. This is why we get in the Word so we know what God has ordered. We know what God's Word says. The fact that you're troubled on the inside is an indicator that this is not what God wants. Amen. Pain, physical pain in the body is an alarm system to say something ain't right. Emotional pain uh, is an indicator something ain't right. Spiritual troublings don't set right with you. Are you listening? Just isn't right. An indicator is not right. Well, what's the prescription? Peace. What's, what's God's word? Because that's going to be the final word. Go listen intently, expectantly, because he will speak peace. See, every time there's trouble, he will speak peace. He will speak peace. Who is he going to speak peace to? Those that are listening expectantly, intently, expecting him to speak peace. Expecting God to speak. And boy, if you ever come under the sound of his voice when God talks, it changes everything. Hardest thing that God has to change is our own mind. How many of you could use some peace and some stuff right now? Anybody in this house? You could use some peace. <clears throat> now remember, it's just peace in the peace. There's a progress to the process that we're in. See, you can't put all of your peace, you know, well, there's some stuff just ain't going to be finished this month. Some stuff that God started in your life, some stuff that you and the devil has started in your life, it's not going to be finished in a moment. We're going to walk out. We're going to walk through it, right through the midst of the trouble, trying to throw you over the cliff, and we're going to walk out and... Are you listening? And finish the work God's given us to finish. That's where the deliverance is. Amen. We're going to take up our little bed of this thing. Thank God for the movement in the moment. But, you know, uh, we're on our way from here to there. <clears throat> from here where we are, troubled and not 
having peace in the peace. There's a path, and that path is called peace, to the there where God wants you to be. If we're here where I don't want to be, anybody here where they don't want to be right now? Would like to move? Two, three of you. Thank you. I, amen. Well, you know, you, the good news is, is that you don't have to stay here. But if you'll take the path of peace, amen, let God's word be the final word on it, then you'll, he'll get you to there. Because there's a place where God wants you to be. Perfect peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken at this level, at this dimension that he has for you. Amen. God's incre- government is ever increasing. The kingdom of God should be ever increasing. Of the increase of his government, the kingdom, there shall be no end. It's an ever increasing thing. Amen. See, if I get past the Sandy under control, then the whole house is under control. The grandchildren, the dogs, me, everything and everyone. Amen? Because that's how it works. The king is the head. The queen is the neck that turns the king's head every which way and like it should go. Ain't that true, Mama? Amen. I'm so glad you're home. It's 11.41 and I'm all done. I took the 10, 11 minutes that you took from me. I took it back because I didn't want to be old. Amen. All right. Were you blessed by Pastor Sandy's ministry today? I know you like her zucchini bread better than the nana bread I was trying to give you. It took me a while to get you to even look at my plate. Just try some. Fried pickles are good. <laughs> you, get, you get a double portion around here. Don't take that for granted. I'm telling you what. God is doing some wonderful things right now. Amen. Enjoy this time. Enjoy the summertime. But let's walk in the peace of God. Let's realize God hasn't changed his mind. I don't care what the situation. You know, trouble will arise. It always does. When Jesus says, let's go over there, there's always some kind of something comes up to disturb the peace. But Jesus, are you listening? Listen, uh, you know, they, you know, like we are, and, and here's the thing. He called them one time runt believers. He said, he said, runt believers, no sense or awareness of God. He was more than happy to speak peace to it. But he turned right around and disrupted them and says, where's your faith? You could have done this. Why would you wake me up? You could have done this. I just got done talking about faith. I just got done telling you and showing you how faith is applied. Why didn't you get up? I told you go to the other side. That was the final word. If I said go to the other side, there's enough power in that word to get us there. Now you talk to whatever comes up in between and you tell it the final word. We're going to the other side. Hush and be still. Should we stay runt believers? Should we stay thick-headed and slow-hearted? No. We should grow up, shouldn't we? And see, you need to change your prayers because you're still wanting Jesus to fix everything. And he's wanting... He's wanting you to fix some things with him, co-labor with him. He's wanting you to do some things that are required of you. See, because we can't ever bring the kingdom if it's only always him bringing the kingdom. We're going to work with him to bring the kingdom. He He gave you authority over all the power of the enemy. Amen? You're not supposed to put up with the devil in your house in your business, in your affairs, everywhere you go. And if he gets close to you, I said, put that mess out. Put that mess down, amen? Well, amen. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus.
I don't think you playing the piano will soften this any, Pastor Ron. It's just one of them things where you just swallow it and we go on. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I wish you'd be nicer. Someday you'll be glad. Are you listening? Honestly. The Bible says in one place, the, the blows of a friend are better than the kisses of an enemy. I sometimes just want somebody just to tell me the truth. Amen? It'll help us more, even if it really challenges our life to change. Are you listening? Because I'm going to tell you something. Your destiny is right, in, is right on the end of your, it's going to come over your lips. And these lips are attached to whatever's in abundance in that heart. And you're going to need to get this word inside of you. Let it be the final word. Get as much of this stuff inside of you as you gather as much of it as you can, as often as you, uh, as you can or as you will. I mean, it's going to pay off big time for you because he's going to call into remembrance. You won't even remember putting it in there, but the Holy Ghost will. Amen. This morning, you know, I've had some things that have disrupted my peace. I just thought, you know, for me, there's a straight line between A and B. But for a fool, he just, his eyes are at the end of the earth. He thinks Z is somewhere between A and B. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you think that even people that you would think, you know, I mean, that's plain as day. But when people are walking in the dark, are you hearing? It's just like old ping pong ball, you know, every which way. Hallelujah. And, and, you know, and sometimes you and I have to speak order into a thing. But the order comes when you hear from God. Hallelujah. Amen. And don't, you know, deny the trouble when there's trouble there. You got to get up and go listen to God until he speaks to you and you have peace about it. Amen. You know, the funny thing is that God will give you just a little piece of the peace. And if you won't do nothing with that, you won't get the rest of it. Amen. Well, all weekend long, you know, just, you know, I mean, you know, literally almost made myself sick over it. Seriously, you know, give me a headache. I don't have headaches. <clears throat> Wear you out. It's not the work, it's the worry. Worrying, fretting over a thing. And then finally this morning, you know, in my, time, in my prayer time with the Lord, he gave me the word, the missing piece. And peace came. Know exactly what to do. Know exactly what to say, how to handle it. Amen. Uh, you know, just there it is. There it is. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm encourage you to do the same thing. I know that everything, you know, it's easy to pretend everything's all right, but we know it ain't. Are you listening? You know? Uh, but no amount of somebody ointing you or, you know, squirting you and all that other kind of stuff sometimes, it can help. But, you know, uh, it's a temporary thing. It's kind of like, you know, that, that stuff we used to stick in a bad tooth. You remember that? You know? I don't know if they do that anymore, but it, you'd, you'd, you'd daub it in there. Tastes like heck, but it'd, take a num it'd numb it for a while. But then it didn't fix the problem. Isn't that right? We, how many of you want to get the problem fixed? Amen. Well, stand up with me. We'll get you out of here. I know we're running late and all that kind of stuff. I'll take my chances with it. It'll be all right. <clears throat> the point every time we come together is to get us from here to there where our believing is concerned. Amen. And how many of you have been sometimes, you've been sitting in the car, I mean, the thing is running, and I don't know where in the world are they. What is going on? How many times can you go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, and comb your hair, and look in the mirror? Before we get there. All the men said amen. Amen. All the women said, oh, I mean, <laughs> help him, Lord, before he digs too big of a hole. Are you listening? How many know sometimes we got to wait on it? Wait on things just a little bit. Sometimes a service isn't just about you and your time frame. It's about that God is just sometimes has to put one or two more words on there to get the scale tipped where somebody's believing move from 
here to there where they can receive where it clicked for them where they can take this thing out and apply it amen this is not some random thing that you know I don't I believe the Holy Ghost is greater than that I just believe that there's a master plan that he's working and every word uh, from every week. I, I, I've seen that in my own life and the orderings of how things go and that I can trust him that he's going to build something that, that is safe and secure and strong and stable. Amen? Hallelujah. Hey, but, but the other thing is, have you learned this about life? Is that, you know, and I'm sure this was the frustration of Jesus, but still, if he's able to have peace about it, so will we, that it's not just you involved. It'd be all right if it was just you, but you've got some other folks that's just not you involved. Amen? Sometimes for some of us, it takes a little longer. Sometimes it has to be a little stronger for us to taste it, to get it, to, for it to get through to us. Amen? Aren't you glad that when we come to church, sometimes that we're just not here for just us, that we're here for our brothers and sisters? I had someone say to me, he said, I don't, said, this is your life. I thought, honey, this is way more than my life. Because my life has an influence on people right now, and my life is going to have an influence on people later on. And I'll tell you one thing, I am going to win because my winning will determine whether they win or not. And that's going to keep me in it a little longer and a little stronger. I mean, sometimes you just got to slap yourself and say, you know what, self? Quit being so selfish. This isn't just about a selfie where you're concerned. I'm here, I come to church every time and believing that, that, we're, that some, somebody is going to be helped. Listen, not temporarily, but eternally. Somebody's life is going to be changed. There's going to be a revelation moment, an aha moment for somebody that leads to a transformation that they come in one way and they're going out another way. That's the purpose of it. And if 40 or 50 hours a week at $10 an hour or $12 an hour or $25 an hour or $10,000 an hour cannot be compared with moving the marker for one person's life from destruction to deliverance. A higher price was paid. And sometimes, listen, to labor with Jesus, it means that we're going have to sacrifice a little bit of ourself, a little bit of my own preference for the one another, a little more of me for a whole, for a bigger a we where that is concerned. Could you agree with me? Amen. And until the Lord's satisfied that he's got everybody exactly where he wants them, amen, then, then I say, let's wait till we get there. Let's wait on it. Let's just wait on it. Let's wait on it. Let's wait on that person. Amen. Once you put your hands on the person next to you, right now, move if you have to. Look at them and ask them. This, listen, ask them, is everything all right? Is it all right with God? Is it all right with you? Now listen, now listen, don't get silly. I'm serious here. Because you know if they go, yeah, it's all right, you know they're lying. It's pretty well a given. That's why we're going, yeah, 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 it's all right, I'm dying. I'm slugging through hell. I'm telling you, it has been hurtful and hard and harsh this week. And I don't want to tell you the truth, but I'm telling you, I need somebody to uh, agree with me. The Bible says, if you're all by yourself, that's not a good thing. But if you have two, if you fall down, one can help pick the other one up. And when you got three, it's really hard for the devil to triumph over three people. I'm so sick of just religiosity and a bunch of junk. Are you listening? When people need help, you come to church, you ought to not have to leave the same way you came in. 
whatever it is, whatever it was, let's deal with it right now. The Bible says when they came to Jesus' meeting, everybody that wanted to got what they came for. Everybody that pressed in a little longer. Everybody that said, I came to get something and I'm not leaving until I get it. I mean, where are the people that will wait a little long and tear off the roof and let somebody down? Where are the folks that, that are you hearing? Because I'm going to tell you what, you need to look at your neighbor and say, you got to win. I've got to help you win. Because there's some folks that are going to lose if you don't win. There's a greater assignment on you than just you. But you better take you seriously enough. You have to win. Losing is not an option. Not when he paid with his blood for the ultimate victory of delivering the whole world. I'm telling you some things are going to move right now. Because we're going to speak to them and we're going to move. We don't have to know all your business, but I'm going to tell you what. There are mountains that need to move. There are impossible situations that need to be spoken to. There are some things that have been way too long in the place that they are. And we're going to make something happen today because God's Word is the final Word. Now, God, in the name of Jesus, you have spoken to your people. Your word is near them. They don't have to go to heaven to pull it down, go to hell to pull it up. The word is near them, even in their heart and in their mouth. And I declare right now that word is the final word. I declare there'll be a boldness in them that has never been there before. I declare there's going to be a fix for them in Jesus' name. Of freedom. And things are going to move right now. The scales are going to tip right now. Right here in the middle, Father. You're going to throw the weight of your glory. Who you are. What you do. What you have. All that you are is ours. And I thank you, Lord, you put some weight down on this thing. Change it. And let it be lasting change. Out of this revelation, let there be a transformation in their life. They're not even going to know, but Lord, what's going to happen, trouble's going to come, and that word is going to rise up on the inside of them by the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I declare wholeness over marriages. I declare wholeness over families. I declare wholeness over circumstances and situations. I declare wholeness over bodies. I declare wholeness over finances. I declare wholeness over your church. I declare wholeness over this city. Wholeness over this nation. Oh, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Your words ring true eternally. Far beyond where we are right now today. I declare a wholeness over the future in the name of Jesus with the divine ordering is straightening out right now of the present. In the name of Jesus. I declare wholeness, God. Peace. The peace that passes understanding, we don't have to know how. God, we're not telling you how, but we're, we, are, we are telling you we believe you. It's in your hands and you are able to do it. And we believe that you will. And when you tell us what to say, that's exactly what we're going to say. And that's the final word. The final word. I feel led of the Lord to say this. It is the final word. The final word on it. God's already put it in you. That's the final word. Stand on that word as the final word. Stand on that word till that word manifests and demonstrates and transforms and reveals and confirms and conforms everything to how it's supposed to be. In the name of Jesus. Say this with me. Say, my words have power when they are a repeat of God's words. God's words are the words that I believe. They're the words that I speak. And when God speaks, I believe. 
When God speaks, things happen. When God speaks, I speak the same thing. God's Word is the final Word. My Word, this God's Word, is the final Word in this situation. Now I want you to speak to it right now. I want you to say to it, body, you are healed and made whole in the name of Jesus. Finances, you will have full and unhindered and undisturbed, uninterrupted supply. I declare marriage, you will be restored and renewed better than before. I declare in the name of Jesus, you need to say some stuff right now. I declare that my children from a th- to a thousand generations will walk in the light of this glorious gospel. They'll know you, Father. Their hunger and thirst after righteousness like never before. There will be mighty on the earth. My seed will be mighty. My seed will be mighty. My seed will be mighty on the earth in Jesus' name. Oh, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I can and give you praise because I know the end from the beginning. Your word is the final word. Though Jesus is the final word, it is already finished, God. Oh, I thank you I can be faithful in the process because I know exactly how it comes out. I declare that what the devil has said is a lie. I declare what the circumstances are declaring right now. They shall be changed. They are subject to change. I declare the situation... Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.